someone and a soldier or someone was coming and pledging allegiance to their emperor, their king. <laughs> it wasn't quiet. I pledge allegiance to the king. Oh my, it was with firm resolve. Let's sing that this morning with firm resolve. I have heard of Christians long ago. Amen. Well, I have heard how Christians oh, long ago were brought before a time Hey! 
we doing that this morning? Pledging our allegiance to the Lamb of God this morning. Welcome to church this morning. Welcome that aren't here, many at home, in those dreadful isolation moments and days. We're praying for you. We're praying for you. I was speaking to my son, and he was a little bit, this is lame, Dad. I don't even feel nothing, and and I'm stuck. I said, that's the good thing. It's a good thing. That's what we were praying for. Amen. Those at home, I know it's lame, but we're praying that there's no hint, no symptoms, no sickness, no nothing. That's just an answer to prayer. So we hunker down and get through it. Amen. We're going to sing and we're going to worship this morning, create an atmosphere the Lord can move in and bring the preaching of the word. So let's enter in this morning. As a, I want to sing a old, good old song. Arise, my soul, arise. There is something about some of those old song verses. We can, you know, there's some of these new songs. They're nice. They're wonderful. We sing them. But man, when you sing something like this, wow, it's got some power. Amen. Let's sing this one with power. Oh, arise, my soul, arise. Shake off my
I can come to the throne of grace this morning and cry, Abba, Father, I have a need this morning. Amen. Oh, hear the power of Jesus' name. Oh, it's an F. Oh, hail the power of Jesus' name. Let angels prostrate all, quivering forth the royal diadem, and crown him, Lord of all. Bring forth the royal diadem, but crown him, Lord of all. Oh, that with yonder sacred throng we have. carry one and I was feeling really shortchanged. You know? We sing Jerusalem, Jerusalem. We wave our hands. My goodness, that's what is that song? Drew uh come and help me out. We're marching. Amen. We are marching over to Jerusalem. We are marching over. Oh Yeah. 
we haven't sung that for a long time. Glory. That's where I'm marching. I don't know where you're marching this morning, but that's where I'm marching, Jerusalem this morning. Glory. Well, before we go to prayer, let's just sing Worship the Lord. I love that song. We've sang it a few times as we open the service and we're prayer. Worship the Lord. God will not reject your prayer. Amen. Let's just sing this song. Can't help you out in the key, I'm sorry. Pick one. Thank you. God will not reject your prayer. Praying makes you stronger.
hallelujah this morning, Lord. Worship the Lord. That's our soul desire this morning. If there's only thing that comes out of our mouth this morning, Lord, may it be simply worship. In our trials, worship. In our hard times, worship. As we spoke on Wednesday, we'll siege the enemy with our praise this morning, Lord. Your word is coming. You've placed it on your servant's heart. And so we'll worship and water your word with our praise this morning, O God. Break open the fountains of our lungs and our breath that it could cry unto our Father, Abba, Father. We approach your throne this morning, for we have great needs and burdens, Lord, upon us. Meet us this morning, Lord, as we worship you in praise today, O God. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't be quiet on him, saints. Don't be quiet on him. There's much to worship him for. Much to worship him for. Coming out of COVID stronger than ever. That's much to worship him for. Satan was swinging some heavy swords at us, but it ain't happening. Amen. Brother Matt, I'm going to ask you to come and pray this morning. It's good to see you this morning. Come and open the service in a word of prayer. I have a couple prayer requests. Brother Nathan Hildebrand, he had to slip with Sister Deborah to Saskatchewan. They had a loss in their family. Sister Deborah's younger brother. So there needs prayer. It's a sudden. So we just pray that pray the Lord goes with them. Give them the words that they need to comfort the family. Strength. Remember our brother Milko and our brother Henry as well. And different ones in our body that are needing Needing prayer. Keep them lifted by the prayers of the saints. Lifts them up. Keeps them comforted. Strengthened. Amen. Brother Matt, if you'll come and we're opening the word of prayer. But it's if you want to come with the offering as well. Hallelujah. So good to worship you this morning, oh God. Lord, we could come into your house, Father, and lift up our voices and worship a living God this morning, Lord. Father, there's so many that worship a dead God, Father. Lord, a God of Hollywood or of sports, Father, or even of religion, Lord. But we serve a living Jesus Christ this morning, Lord. Hallelujah, Father. We can lift our hands and worship you, Father. You're the King of kings this morning, oh God. And worthy of our praise, Lord Jesus. Lord, there's many afflicted, Father, but your scripture says you will deliver them out of every one of them, oh God. Lord, we call upon you this morning, Lord Jesus. May your Holy Spirit just move into every home this morning, O God. Lord, many home afflicted, Father. But Lord Jesus, enter that place, Lord, and restore each body, we pray, O God. Many needy here in our bodies, Lord. Many needy spiritually, O God. Every need, Father, you know of, Father, and it's for a purpose in every single one of us, O God. Lord, Father... Lord, your arm is not too short to reach this morning, Lord. Father, may your presence come this morning in the power of your word, O oh God. Lord, you promised, Father, that signs would follow them, Lord Jesus. Lord, we believe this morning many have been praying, O oh God. Lord, to see results in lives, Lord Jesus. And you're so faithful this morning, O oh God. Lord, Show yourself mighty, we pray, Lord. We want to worship you. We want to thank you, O God. You're so worthy, O Jesus. We love you this morning, Father. We thank you of the Hildebrand family, Lord, and this lost one in Saskatchewan, O God. We pray, we pray that you would be with them this morning, Lord Jesus. Father, we just pray you'll be a comfort to the family, Lord. 
And the Hildebrands could be a testimony to their loved ones, we pray, Lord. We think of those in our own midst, Brother Henry, Lord, Brother Milko. Father, the different ones and needs in their bodies, Lord, restore them, we pray, O God. Restore them to strength and to health, O God. We thank you for what you've already done for each one of them, Lord. We worship you this morning, Lord. We praise your holy name, Father. As your word comes forth, Father, we want to give the amen, Lord Jesus. To your servant, O God, we pray for him, Father, that he have clarity of thought, Father. That your spirit, Lord, would take control of the service this morning. We love you. We want to give you the praise and the glory and all the honor. In Jesus' name, Lord. Amen. Bless you. Have your seats this morning. Have a little announcement. Better Ellie Quizera and Sister Marielle. They have a announcement of a little baby boy. It's been born. Amen to this to their household. Elijah Yahis, seven pounds four ounces on September sixteenth. Amen, Elijah. <laughs> amen. God bless you, Brother Ellie, Sister Marielle. All is well. Happy for them eyes. It's a change in the home when life comes in the home. <laughs> Big changes. <laughs> Amen. Also want to welcome, I had a, a little note here. I don't know where it even went. There's a brother from Hungary. I did the note just slipped me here, but there's a brother from Hungary. God bless you. My note had your name here. My apologies, but welcome to the service this morning. We're visiting from Hungary. Amen. <clears throat> I don't even know where that went. It just disappeared on me. Anyway, Sister Sharon, you have a special this morning. Why don't you come and get ready, and we'll just sing a, sing a little song as you come. Faithful one, so unchanging. We're faithful one, so unchanging. Oh, and age, you are my rock of peace. Some began to praise the Lord 
house this morning. My, thank you, Sister Sharon. I appreciate that. Amen. Brother Tom is going to come and preach the word. I just want to sing, that's what the cross is all about. It's an E flat. 
You know this song? Yes, we do. I know many of you do. That's what the cross is all about. One man dying. Amen. That the price would be paid. I'd be lost forever. There'd be no hope. That's what the cross is all about. You can stand and we can sing. Do you know the verses to this? I do. Do you? Raise your hands if you know this song. Good. We're going to sing the verses. All right. The priest is in the temple. Here we go. Oh, the priest. The priest was in the temple. Another year had come and gone. The sacrifice was ready. The sinner's hands were leading on. As the blood on the spotless lamb. Mm-hmm, the tune. Mm-hmm. You don't know the tune to this song, no? That's terrible. Seen it all before. We don't know the song? My. Let's go to the chorus then. It's terrible. It's a good song. Musicians, you're going to have to learn this one because I'm going to bring it up again. All right. That's what the cross is all about. Oh, that's what the cross is all about. Oh, now. Oh, a man dying. Pay the price. Lead us out. Oh, I'd be lost forever. With no hope. Being free. Oh, he said. From his glory, ever living story, my God and Savior came, and Jesus was his name. Down from his glory, ever living story, my God and Savior came, and Jesus was his name. Lord, Amen. 
Our dear, gracious, heavenly Father, down from your glory, ever-living story, we can say it personally, my God, my Savior came, my Jesus was your name. And so, Lord, we're asking that the Lord Jesus Christ come out of the pages of your word this morning. Lord, that our eyes would be open, our ears would be quick to hear, that you would touch the hearts of each and every one that will be listening this morning. Lord, you're a living God. You're not a dead God. Lord Jesus, we've had a word come in our hour to proclaim the Lord Jesus Christ as present and amongst his people. And so, Father God, we want to glorify you Come amongst us in a special way, anoint speaker and hearer, and let the word of God find a great entrance into every heart, Lord. We love you and pray, God, thy will be done in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, musicians. Thank you all. Thank you so much for making the song surface special, Michael. Thank you, Sharon. Amen. There was a note also of... Um, did you? Okay. Announced. All the announcements were made. I don't want to be guilty. Brother Clinton, Peggy's, why don't you raise up your hand? He's going to be baptized this morning. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory be to Jesus. Amen. Victory! Amen. And we can say victory is Clinton's. Victory is the bride of Jesus Christ. Amen. And to God be the glory. Great things he is still doing. Amen. And I'm going to, Lord willing, speak on this this morning because a lot of times, you know, we want to look for the supernatural. And I'm just going to take it that day at Calvary. So, Michael, you're right on target. That day at Calvary, Brother Brown says, you know, we have a responsibility. He says, not just healing Delivering, he said, we have a responsibility to the word that souls would be one and that the remission of sins should be preached and that deliverance of, of young and old men and women shall be achieved. We're not just looking at the miracle, and yet we know, as I said last week, that that is a part of the resurrection, but a part of this greater works shall you do is to preach this gospel and see men and women delivered by the word of God. Amen. That's when you know the word's alive. We're not here to have you join the church, put your name on the book, nothing to that. We just want you born again into the body of the bride of Jesus Christ. Born into him. Amen. So welcome everybody. Nice to have you here this morning. I know there's a number of families that are in a little bit of quarantine or whatever they call it now because of uh, the children and so forth. But this is great representation. Satan, I want you to know, this bride is victorious. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Can I just give you a quote then before I just start here? Can I give you a quote? He said, Jesus, that's a good place to quote, isn't it? Luke 18 and 8 says, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith? And I want you to, I don't believe it was a negative statement, Brother Murphy. 
I believe that was a declaration. When the Son of Man come, will he find faith? I want you to say, of course he will. You sent Elijah. You sent Elijah. You know, you're the word. said, before the great and dreadful day of the Lord, I'll send you Elijah to turn the hearts of the children back to the faith of our fathers. Will I find faith? Yes, you will. No, nothing is going to stop this bride from achieving the purpose of God. Amen. And it'll be by the word of God, not by your emotion, not how you feel or how you think. It will be by the word. Glory. Man, it's charged already. You got to stand there, Tom. We're not even sitting yet. All right. Very good. Brother Branham said this following quote, Satan. Here you go, bride. Satan, are you aware you're whipped? Hey, he's whooped. Whooped and whipped. Are you aware you're whipped? You have no legal right. Jesus Christ, my Lord, stripped you of every authority you had at Calvary. Glory to God. Satan, you're whipped. That means every kingdom hold you had on your children has crumbled. Every kingdom, chain, bondage has been loosed by the king of kings. It is finished. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Jesus Christ, my Lord, stripped you of every authority you had when he died at Calvary to take away sin and sickness. And you're nothing but a bluff. And we're calling your bluff. Who's the were? I'm the were. Are you the were? I'm calling his bluff. Satan, take your hands off of God's property. Now you know it as not just this statement, but now you know it. As a living life in you. We're calling your bluff. Amen. Have faith in God. Praise the Lord, Sister Hope. I trust Brother George is doing well. Amen. Turn in your Bibles, please, to Revelation chapter 5. Revelation chapter 5 is so familiar to the... Saints that follow this glorious message. Revelation chapter 5, verse 1 said, And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the backside sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who's worthy to open the book? And to loose the seals thereof. And the scripture goes on to say. And no man in heaven. Nor in earth. Neither under the earth. Was able to open the book. Neither to look thereon. And John wept much. And I I as John. I wept much. Because no man was found worthy to open. And to read the book. Neither to look thereon. Verse 5. And one of the elders said unto me. Weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, 
have prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. And I beheld and lo, in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb, stood a lamb, a lamb as it had been slain, having seven horns, seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. And he came and he took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. Notice what happened now. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts, the four and twenty elders fell down for the lamb having one of their harps and golden vials full of odors, which were the prayers of the saints. And they sung a new song saying, Thou art worthy to take the book to open the seals thereof. For thou was slain and hath redeemed us to God by the blood out of every kindred. Can I hear amen? amen. And tongue, amen. And people, amen. And nations, Glory to God and has made us unto our God kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth. God bless you. Have your seats, please. Hallelujah. We serve a mighty God. Amen. He's omnipotent, omnipresent. He's a great God. I love what... John Newton said, and I'm going to turn your minds, maybe your hearts, hopefully, to the thought. John Newton, a slave trader who wrote one of the most beautiful songs, I say the anthem of the believers, amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. A slave trader, a corrupt man, a terrible man. Even his shipmates hated him. He was a not a nice man. He was not a li- nice man. He served on slave ships. He was so bad that the captain of the ship just abandoned him in Africa and left him and he became a slave. And he was the one of the worst of the worst. And even the slaves took pity on him. But his father in another land sent out another ship to look for his son. And the captain of that ship found his son and brought him back. Put him back to his post on the ship, midshipman. And a great storm arose. A great storm arose. Mothers, take heart. His mother, as he was a little boy growing up, grew up hearing the stories of the Bible sat on her lap and at the time of the storm and I always have I preached it years ago I don't care what the storm is a storm brought a plane down to a woman in Memphis delivered a boy that was dying of syphilis a storm brought Jesus walking on water a storm put John Newton at the helm of the ship saying oh God if you are a God I'll serve you God brought him to his port. And he not he did not forget his vow. 
And he says, God, if you are a God and you are a real God, Lord Jesus, I'll serve you. And he served the Lord Jesus till his dying day. And this is a saying of John Newton. Although my memory is failing, I remember two great things very clearly. I am a great sinner. And Christ is a great Savior. If you get old and you get gray and you get senile and you can't start to remember anything, know this, like John Newton, I'm a great sinner. But Jesus is a great Savior. Amen. That could save a wretch like me. I say to God be the glory this morning. The Lamb truly has prevailed and nothing, no nothing is going to stop you from coming to what God has in His mind regarding you. Nothing. No COVID. And I don't know how many mutations we're going to get. There could be another thing tomorrow. There could be another thing next month that we don't even know what's coming on the block. But I'll tell you one thing, I was a great sinner, but he is a great savior. Hallelujah! Change your nature in a moment. Amen, Jay. A dope smoking, huh? Take it right from you like that. Just like that. Drugs, drinking, can't like that. Can he do the same? Yes, he can. Is there a great God? Yes, there is. The Lamb has prevailed. And it's the blood of that Lamb. Not the chemical, but the life in the blood. Because it was a life before blood. Come on. It was a word because in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. The word was first. Then the word created blood. Then the word went in the blood. Then the word went to the cross. And at the cross, he released the word. Hallelujah. Listen, this church is not just church, Gino. This is, a, this is a place where we worship God. We thank Him for His blood. We thank Him for Calvary. That great Creator became my Savior. Don't ever forget that. Don't you ever forget that. He's our Savior this morning. He's our Deliverer. He's mighty. He can deliver you from every situation you're in right now. He can take, he can take a marriage and put it together. He can take a young person and deliver him from everything. He can take an old person and give life. Joy. Boy. Joy. That is, that's a lost word. You used to sing a song, I got the joy, 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 joy down in my soul. Really? Oh man. It's Monday tomorrow. Good, good work. I got the joy, 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 joy. Real joy. Hey, we got something way past what this world can offer. It's called the life of Jesus Christ. Satan, you're whipped. You're whipped. Listen, we're not a Laodicean. We come out of Laodicea. 
We're come out. Come out of her, my people. Be not partaker of her plague. Come out of her, my people. Now, I want you to take a look at this word, blood. I want you to take a word, blood. It's been preached on much. I don't believe that maybe I can't even add much to what it is, but maybe this morning it's for someone. Blood. And we sing, there's power in the blood. Power in the blood. <laughs> there is power, power, wonder working in the precious of the Lamb. And you know the song. There is power, power, wonder working in the, of the, where is it? Where is the power? Where is that life? Where has it been really? There is power. Power to bring my life subject to the word of God. There is power to put on a new body. There is power. Everything we need to get us to our end journey is already in you. And I'm telling you, that's power. That's power. The blood. And its power is used 88 times in the Old Testament. And it comes from the word lutro. Lutro. Lutro is used 88 times, first found, first time used. In Exodus 6, verse 6. Where Moses records God's response to Israel crying for deliverance from the Egyptians' slavery. Where it said, I am the Lord and I will bring you out from under the burdens, under the heavy labor. I'm going to save you. I'm going to take you out and deliver you from your bondage. God had come down. I will redeem you. So through the blood, he redeemed them. And through the blood, he put, you know the story, most of you do, that when the time of Exodus came, they had to slay a lamb and take the blood of that lamb, put it over their doorpost, uh, over the headpost and the doorpost, and they had to display that. And there was enough power in that. Now Egypt was a was often said as a was a superpower at that time. And how many firstborn, whether it be cattle or whatever it be, how many millions of children died in Egypt? But how many were saved in Israel? I don't want to look at the negative, I want to look at the positive because it was the power of that blood. That kept the death angel at bay. I want to say to you this morning very quickly. The life of the blood of Jesus Christ in you will keep Satan at bay. Death at bay. It was the price of redemption. The word goel or redeemer 
comes from that same word, lutron, root, lutron, lutron. It was the redeeming price that was paid so that they could come out of and go into two parts. Out of Egypt, into promised land. Out of the world, into the Holy Ghost. Hmm. It refers to Exodus 12. Your lamb shall be an unblemished male a year old. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats. Exodus 12 and 13. The blood shall be a sign for you unto the house where you live. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And no plague will befall you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. Glory. Brother Bram says this, when trouble begins to face you and sickness is on every hand, the angel of God comes down. So God, Brother Bram said, in the Exodus hour, God sent a runaway prophet back to Israel. True? How old was he? 80? Right? So here comes an 80-year-old man. Who you would figure and I would figure really didn't have much power. But it wasn't Moses' power. It was the power of the word that was given Moses. Amen. You. (laughs) Sorry for pointing. Me. Me. Shall be kept. By the blood. I'll send you, Elijah, the prophet. Amen. And I will deliver you out of an evil age. And I'll bring you into another land. My, what a God we serve. And no wonder a prophet comes in this generation and says, I indict you for the second crucifixion of Jesus Christ. But that word had to be crucified. For the life of that word to come upon a people. We're in an Exodus hour and it was the grace of God that sent a prophet. It was the grace of God that sent a pillar of fire. It was the grace of Almighty God. When trouble, hey, you don't think they were in a heap of trouble? (laughs) They just plundered Egypt. They went into their master's homes, took the choice pieces of gold, diamonds, rubies. (laughs) They were allowed to. They were allowed to take anything they wanted. And did they do it? They did it. Where do you think they got the gold to make the calf? Tell me. I'm, I'm just being facetious here. But of course you know that. Right? They went in. They took all this stuff. Plundered Egypt. And now, you know, they're all in a victory way. You know, that sounds like a believer. Gave my life to Jesus Christ. I'm in the victory. Victory is mine. Roses smell better. Grass is greener. Huh? Brother Ram said, you didn't get the Jesus I got. <laughs> huh? He says, you can be sure that the day after you give your life to Christ, the devil's going to be on your case. And here they're doing the victory march. I heard this morning. Victory. Victory's ours. We've pledged allegiance. But in that victory was coming a trial. 
Come on. Stay with me. In your victory comes trial. But we have a shadow. That Egypt didn't overcome Israel. Come on. Egypt does not overcome you. Legacy, it doesn't overcome you. You have the pillar of fire. Brother Bram says, he said, now watch. He said, when trouble faces you, sickness on every hand, the angel of God comes down, goes out between you and sickness. Can you say now when the songwriter writes, yes, we have the pillar of fire. It's not a statement. It's not a picture. It's a reality. The trouble of it is, saints of God, if you want to be a halfway Christian, you're going to come to the realization there's no power in it. There's no victory in it at all. Actually, you're the most miserable people on the face of the earth. I better help you on this one. To be half in and half out, you are miserable. At least go to the pig pen. You know, I mean, come on. If you're a seed of God, you'll awake. If you're not, have at it. Eat, drink, and be merry for the moral you die. But if you're a son of God, get off the fence and start serving the Lord Jesus. You watch the power come into your life. And what's going to stand between you and trouble? The pillar of fire himself. Can you testify of it, believers? Can you testify of it and say, that's nothing but the truth, Brother Tom. I've had trial after trial after trial. And it looked like Egypt was going to get me. But Egypt can't get a seed. Nothing, no nothing is going to stop you. Nothing. He said, there you go. He goes between you, your sickness, challenging you. He said, I'm challenging you. To take God at his word. God would give Israel a promise that they would go in a land. There was millions of them. Probably men coming, coming to pursue them, run them down, chop them down like a bunch of animals. But the angel of the Lord, who was there to carry them to the promised land, rose up from the camp and went between the Egyptian And the Israelites. Is he the same yesterday, today, and forever? I ask. Oh, we hear a story and we put on the Ten Commandments and we, and we see it in awe. And then we have a prophet come in this generation doing exactly the same in this Exodus hour, trying to let you know the same God that was between trouble and the believer is still here. He's still here. That's why David said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of this shadow of death, I fear no evil. How many have been bitten by a shadow dog? Raise your hand. You did? Shadow? Here's my shadow in my hand. I can't even grab you. A shadow cannot hurt you. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I don't fear any evil. Why? Because a shadow can't hurt you. How about that? Uh, years ago, I, Michael, you would have liked that probably before you were even born. 
I laid on the platform. I got with well, her shadows here, and I, I've got a shadow right there. So I laid on the ground. And I had one of the kids ask me, Brother Tom, why are you laying on the ground? I wanted to see whether my shadow fits. So if we have a shadow, do we fit? Find out. You ever sat when you were a little kid and the sun's shining and the shadow's on the ground? And you laid on the ground and you're like, hey, my shadow fits me. I want you this morning to see that your shadow's fitting you. Shadow's fitting you. So no wonder he said, God, or David could say, yea, though I walk through the valleys of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. Because there's power in redemption. There's power in the blood. Amen. It has power. Brother Bram said to restore us back to the status we had before the fall. Hmm. My. My. I mean, it's not just being a nice sister and coming to church. and No, no. It's bringing us back to what we were in God before the fall. That's power. The power to restore us back to what we were with God before the fall. Redemption gives believers the legal right. Gives the believer the legal right through Calvary. While you are walking on this earth. You sing victory is mine, live it. Overcoming power is mine, do it. Listen to what Isaiah says in Isaiah 46, 9. Remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is none else. I am God and there is none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning, from the ancient times, the things that are not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand. I will do all my promises. Take it up with God. Don't take it up with the preacher. Take it up with God. You said, Lord. You said, Father. You said, ask. I believe. Will I find faith? Yes, I will. Satan, you're bound. Whipped. Hallelujah. Have your day at Calvary. Brother Branham ended the message, have your day at Calvary. And God will have his day with you. I love it. Accept Calvary. Accept redemption. Accept the sacrifice. Why don't you turn to Matthew 27 with me. Just still laying a foundation. As so often has been said. Matthew 27, 27. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the common hall, gathered unto him the whole band of soldiers, and they stripped him. Who? The God of glory. The Messiah. The mighty God. They stripped him. 
and put him a scarlet robe. And when they had plaited a a crown of thorns, they put it on his head and a reed in his hand. And they bowed the knee before him, mocking him, saying, Hail, hail, king of the Jews. Brother Brown said he could have stood up at that moment, told everyone their name, and destroyed them. But he had a plan in his mind called redemption. Because Adam's fallen nature has wormed its way through Satan throughout the ages. And God had to break that nature. And the only way he could do it was overshadow a virgin. That he would be the virgin born son of God. The new creation. To start another creation. And they spit on him. This is God that could say to you this morning, ashes, your ashes. Gone to hell. He could have done it in a moment. But he had in his mind, you and me, I'll take the cross. I made it through Gethsemane. I take the mocking. I'll take the scourging. I'll do it because I want to have sons and daughters like me. Not like a church. Did Jesus come with great robes, swinging great things, carrying a big cross? Did Jesus come that way? No. He came as a lowly Galilean, a man out of Nazareth, called the carpenter's son. He came low life, guttural language. Could anything good come out of Nazareth? That's your God. That's my God. And it took a divine revelation. Say, who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? It took a divine revelation. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Blessed are you, Simon Barjona. Flesh and blood hadn't revealed this to you. But my Father, which is in heaven, hath revealed this to you. And upon this revelation, this rock, I'll build my church. It's not on Peter. It's not on the Pope. It's on the revelation of who Jesus is. Hallelujah. Look what it's done for you. Look what it's done for me. Church never did it. I went from church to church to church. Still drank, still smoked, still ran around, did this, did that. But then when Jesus came, when the word came, the word came to Moses, conquered Egypt. The word came to Tom and conquered Laodicea. Come on. The word came to you. And you put Satan under your feet. Glory be to Jesus. Yeah, you can have your smoke screen and ban the rock bands. Can you believe church has digressed to that abysmal low? My goodness. And they call that church and people get drawn to that because they have a religious nature. But when you're deep, calls to a deep, then there's some deep to respond. So there had to be a word. That's why you went from the Baptist, Lutheran, Methodist, Pentecostal. That's why you kept on looking. But then when the word came, my, things changed. You looked around and said, I don't see a church. I see a people. I see a people that God has transformed. And that's what my deeps called for. 
Come on, you telling me a toke is better than what I got right now? You're telling me a drink of whiskey, tequila? You tell me that's better than what I got right now? You are crazy. Satan has deluded you. I got delivered from that. When my boys were little, I took them to Maine and Hastings. Listen, when we were in university, they called it a pub crawl. You crawled from one pub to another because you couldn't walk. Yeah, it sounds funny, but it is ridiculous, Calista. Satan knows how to mock you. Knows how to mock you. So when I say I've been brought out of the gutter, I know what I'm talking about. When I'm in the alleyways of Gastown trying to get my bus home, David. Trying to find some way to get back home. But then when the word came. Saints, it's better than any opium. Heroin. It's better than anything. For he is the opium of his word. Hallelujah. Praise be to Jesus. Get the Calvary. Look what he did. God, the great creator, came in Jesus. Was his name. Born in a manger. A manger. This is the king of glory. A stinking manger. Wrapped. Not with uh, Joanne. Whenever our grandchildren are born, she goes to a baby shop to find the softest blanket. But not if Jesus didn't get the softest blanket. Jesus got the cloth of the, of the yoke of an oxen, stinking, sweating. And that's what they put on my Jesus. But he did it for you. He did it for me. He humbled himself to humanity. People get so proud. So proud and lifted up. Pride cometh before a very big fall. Pride is terrible. They stripped him, put on a scarlet robe. They plaited a crown of thorns, mocking the crowns that we will throw at his feet. This is tough. That he would allow that. We've seen too many shows, folks. And it hardens you. Hardened you. Really does. This is the greatest event ever taken place. They spit on him, took a reed, smote him. After they had mocked him, they took a robe off of him, put his raiment on him, and led him away to crucify him. You're the one that said, destroy this temple in three days or raise it up. They mocked him. Come off the cross. You know he could have done it. He could have done it at a moment. Brother Bram said in one place, angels were waiting to say, we'll help you. Just, just, we're at your command. We'll do whatever you say, Lord. We'll do it. He's seeing, he lived in another realm. Like the prophet, he said, I lived in, I heard it today, this week. I told Joanne, I said, where dad preached the message, living in between two worlds. Here's the God of glory. Angels all around could have come off the cross, but he hung there. He hung there. He hung at the cross for you and me. Hallelujah. They said, come on down. Brother Bram said, he's not going to clown for nobody. Thieves, he said, cast 
their thoughts in their teeth to him. But then at the ninth hour, he cried, Eli, Eli, lama sabbathani. Oh, they said he's, he's calling for Elijah. They've never understood Jesus. They never will understand Jesus. They, the rest said, let be. Let us see whither Elias will come to save him. Verse 50. Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. The earth did quake. The rocks did rent. The graves were open. Many bodies of the saints that slept arose. They came out of the grave after his resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many. Now, the Bible says, that's the word now. Now, when the centurion and they that were with him watched Jesus, saw the earthquake and those things that were done, they feared greatly, saying, truly, truly, this was the Son of God. Too late. Noah, you're right. Open the door. Too late. The screaming. We didn't put the blood on the door. We'd heard Moses say, put the blood on the door. Ah, we're circumcised. We are Hebrews of the Hebrews. But when they started the screaming and the death angel was passing without the blood, too late. And when this bride goes in a rapture, let me put you on notice today. If you're not born again, there's no rapture for you. But at best, the tribulation. At worst, a hell awaits you. Jesus died for a a purpose. As Michael preached the other night, there's got to be a purpose. Purpose. So Luke 24, when Jesus rose again, can you imagine? He said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. That's nice talk, but let's see the action. So that when they went to the tomb, the tomb was rolled back. And there was no body in the tomb. Why? Because he rose, as he said. He's a living Savior. He's a living Savior. And we are under the Great Commission. Luke 24 and 47 says, And repentance and remission of sins should be preached in His name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. Glory! What do you think this message is? It is Jesus Christ. And it is going around the world. Hallelujah. It's happening, saints. Don't miss what's happening. And Acts 4 and 10 says, Be it known unto you all and to all people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ, Margaret. Now, can you imagine? They've been following Moses. They've been following throughout the ages, thousands of years, believing what the priests say. Do this, do that. You can't do this. You can't do that. They lived under the law. But the God was turning from law 
to grace. And now he is saying, here comes now Peter with a new message. Hmm. Be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel. This has never been said before. This, and then you say, oh, Moses or Peter, please don't speak against the church. Don't do that. They're the ones that crucified him. When Jesus, this message went around the world, it was those religious teachers that crucified this message to kill the effect. But will I find faith? Yes, you will. Will you have a garden? Yes, you will. Will you have seed? Yes, I am. Nothing, no nothing is going to stop God's word from manifesting. They could seal that tomb. They could have put a mountain on that tomb. They could have put a chain of mountains on that tomb. They could have put a continent on that tomb. Is that right, Clinton? They could have put the whole world on that tomb. But Jesus was going to come out of that tomb. Come on. Come on. Trial after trial can mount on you. It becomes a molehill. Now it's a mountain. Now it's a continent. But I want to say to you this morning, that same Jesus is going to come out of this earth. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. He is the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. I don't care what you can put Antarctica on top of me. I'm going to rise. Come on. Australia, New Zealand. I'm going to rise. Right, Ken? We're going to rise together, buddy. We're going to rise together. Hallelujah. Is there power in this blood? Power. They sealed it. They sealed it. They sealed it. They sealed it. But an angel came down. They sealed this message. They sealed this message. They sealed this message. But an angel, a mighty angel, came down and loosed it. Open the book, Aaron, so you can be victorious. Not a washed back, moss-eaten, church-believing nobody. You are sons and daughters of the living God. What makes you what you are today? The blood. What makes you what you are today? The life of the blood. Hallelujah. Get me preaching here. I just better slow down. Sorry. Sorry for nothing. Now here comes Peter. They've never heard this message before, Mike. Never heard this message before. And here they are in the temple with the robes or cross. What? No, they didn't have a cross. Sorry. They had other things, I guess. Censors, <laughs> <Sensors>, maybe. <laughs> and here comes Peter. And he stands there. Be it known. Now you remember, fishermen, and nobody. Who does Jesus come to? 
the nobodies. We're in good company, friends. Streetwalkers. Oh, Nathan, don't think you're so good, Al. I've been married in a you know, good home. Yeah, you have. But you're born in sin, saved in iniquity, come in the world speaking lies, and you got born again. You conquered your mountain. I conquered a mountain. You say, well, if you say to this mountain, be removed. I wonder how many mountains you've thrown in and not even known it. Uh, you got a picture in your mind. Hmm? Mount Shales, Grouse Mountain. Oh, brother, if you only knew what I'm going through. Satan just heaps another rock on there. All of a sudden, man, it's bigger than the church. Oh, man. You keep on going that way, but all of a sudden the word on a Wednesday night comes. The word on a Sunday morning comes. All of a sudden you start getting your faith muscles. You start started getting a little bit bigger. Just saying, just a minute, mountain. You, I've had enough of you. Get off me. Amen. Get off of me. People have mountains because they don't believe in the Jesus that's in them. Or maybe Jesus isn't in them yet. Be it known. I got to get through this scripture. Be it known unto you all. And to the people of Israel. That by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The one we just crucified. They're looking at each other. The one we just nailed on the cross. The one that's a missing body somewhere. Listen to him. That by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Whom you crucified. Whom God raised from the dead. Even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. He's talking about that man at the gate. Who he said rise. Be healed. Leap and jump for joy. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which became the head of the corner. Here comes the heavy part. It was one heavy, no other name, under heaven, where men can be saved. But in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven. Given amongst men where where you must be saved. What is that name? The Lord Jesus Christ. That was a message of message, Peter. When I get to heaven, I'm going to pat him on the back. I'm going to lift him up. I don't do what Brother Dioka did to me one time, Brother Timothy. We're down preaching in Denver. And this is out of character for Brother Dioka. I preached a message on election. And we come out of the service and Brother Dioka picks me up by the knees and he walks me around. He said, I loved it, I loved it, I loved it, I loved it. I said, Brother Dioka, you're out of character. I, he loved it, I loved it. We love the word. That's what we love. Is the word. Amen. Neither is there not salvation. Not in Mary. Not in Bartholomew. Not in Peter. Not in Paul. It's in Jesus. 
last scripture on page one. Can you turn please to Romans chapter three, verse 23. They'll be singing, they'll be shouting. When the saints are to, oh, I love that song, right? To Jerusalem. Mm. Now let's read it here. Romans 3.23. Everybody there. For some have sinned. Let's all read it together now. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Now that doesn't leave room for even one person on a planet of how many billion people? Mm-hmm. All, all encompassing, everyone, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. No priest, no pope, no minister, no man, no woman, no nobody. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Being, now here what Paul says now, being justified freely by his grace. What, through what? Through what? Moni, what does it say there? That's why I want you to read your Bible. What does it say there? Being free, justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Here we're coming back to the blood. Here we're coming back to Lutro. Here we're coming back to power. Being justified freely. You didn't pay for it. Phil, you didn't pay for this. Being justified freely by his grace. By grace you are saved through faith. Being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Whom God has sent forth to be a propitiation through faith. Where? In the blood. To declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God. To declare, I say at this time, his his righteousness. That he might be just and the justifier of him. Get that part now. Not that just he's the just and the justifier. And the justifier of him, which believe, where? In Jesus. In Jesus. Now, there's a unique word we read here. A unique word. Saying justified freely. What that word is, dekeel. Justified freely. Dekeel. So why would Paul say justified freely, dekeo? Why, why would he use that term in the Greek? Why would he use that, dekeo? That you're justified freely through the blood. The justifier has now justified you freely through the blood. And this is for you, Anno. This is for you. You will never have a problem again if you believe what I tell you right now. You'll never have a worry. I, I give it to me, Brother Tom. It's like the woman at the well. Give me a drink. 
Well, you have nothing to drop water from. Jesus said, if you knew who was talking to you, you'd ask me for a drink. So we know that the word's talking to us. So the word is now telling us now. We're justified freely through the justifier. Okay? Which is dikio. Means now, at this word, it's a legal binding term. Okay? This is a legal binding term. Satan? Remember, he lost all his rights. So to lose your rights, a legal binding term has to be given. So you have something to show. Because we'd like to get into the deed, but I don't think we're going to get there yet. But we'll get there. So decayo means now, he justified you freely. That is, now Paul is using that for you to know that this is a legal binding term having to do with the law by the judge. So the judge is now going to make his declaration. Jason, are you ready for the declaration? The judge now is giving you a legal term here. Okay? You're freely acquitted here. He says, my judgment to you is this. You're exonerated. You have, you are fully innocent. (laughs) Everything I did, past, present, and future, innocent. This is the judge's decree. This is not Tom Ray. This is not Murphy Wong, Michael Ray. This is the judge decree. You're acquitted. You're innocent. And then a prophet comes and said, you're the virtuous, sinless bride of Christ. Why? He's a word prophet. So the word prophet, we've got to go back to the word of God. The word of God declares you are justified freely. You're totally innocent. No charges are dropped. And they're put in the sea of my forgetfulness. Whoa, there's power in the blood. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's lutro. Or the key root word is lutron. And Michael bought me some lutron switches and bulbs. Switches, switches, Luton switches. And I thought, why? I searched and searched. Well, why this company would, would, would call it Lutron? So I had even Joanne last night. She was changing, doing light bulbs and changing. She didn't know what I was doing. I wanted to see the control we have over light. He called Lutron. Lutron switches, dimmer switches. This was the first dimmer. Remember those old ones you used to turn like this and push and the light went out? Remember those? Or am I too old for that? Gil, you've got to be with me somewhere. But now they've changed. They're nice little small things. And the guy is an engineer, a genius, and he come up with this thing. But you know what Lutron, Lutro, what is it does? It controls darkness. And when this light comes on this darkness, darkness scatters and light prevails. Satan, get out of here. 
Come on, victorious church. Come on, victorious church. Satan's beat you down enough. It's about time we start to have victory around the camp. Victory in the camp. We'll have the Balaamites look in the camp and say, what's making them so happy? What we have is the pillar of fire. Oh, they got their sacrifices. They got their churches. They're offering their seven ages. But there is a bride. There have been churches, churches, bride, bride, churches, churches. But there's one. You are the one. I'm not just saying in Cloverdale Bible way here. Yeah, I got criticized not too long ago. They said, Brother Tom actually believes you only come to Bible Way you can get saved. Well, that is one door. But there's many other doors of Jesus. Louisiana door. There's one in Florida door. Edmonton door. People are so weird. Like, that is so weird to me. Brother Tom feels you only got to come to Bible Way to be saved. You're crazy. And if you've got me on a quote on the tape, play it to me and I'll repent. But I don't believe I've ever said that in my life. There's only one way. Men and brethren, let it be known unto you. There's only one name under heaven where men can be saved. That is in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And that judge, judge your sin. And you are innocent. Glory. 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 My. Brother Bram said in a token message now. He said the judge himself came down and became our attorney. That one that was wigged with seven angels. The judge in this age, this Lord Jesus, this lovely message. Oh, don't get choked up on that. Don't get choked up. Read the token message. You'll find out this message is Jesus Christ. Amen. He said, now the judge himself has come down and became your attorney. attorney. The judge and the attorney is the same person. It's a rigged court. No, he didn't say that. I said that. It's a rigged court. The judge is my attorney. And I was in the mind of the judge before the foundation of the world. Amen. I never did it in the first place. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Let the hallelujahs roll. Amen. That price, that day on Calvary. The bondage of Satan. Clinton, the bondage of it. The, the, the heavy weight of our lives. Of what we've done. Deeds we've done. He said, through Calvary. Through the blood. Through the word. The justifier has justified you. And said you never did it in the first place. Because the real Clinton is in you. This flesh is going to get changed one day. That's what we're warring against. We war against the flesh. But the soul got changed. Amen. We're waiting for the flesh to catch up to the soul. And when that catches up, saints, I'm going to be gone. In the twinkling of an eye. Hallelujah. Glory. 
Then as sons and daughters of God, we must do the greater works. Come on, Brother John. we got to do the greater works, Brother Victor. we got to do the greater works. What is that doing? Imparting. 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 Eternal life. Hallelujah. Not just coming to church, but imparting. Give them Jesus. Give them the Word. Hallelujah. Not Sunday go to get day Christians. Everyday Christian. Yes, sir. John 14, 12 says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, so, uh, that I do, he do also. And greater works than this shall you do. Brother Bram turns around in that day at Calvary. He said, notice, the greater works was to have the power in the church. Not only to heal the sick or pray the prayer of faith or just cast out devils by prayer. But it's to impart eternal life. That's why you see churches dying and dying and dying. Because there's no seed. There's no life there. It's not just quoting quotes either. No, sir. It's yielding yourself to Christ. Yielding yourself to Jesus. The word of God. Greater works, Brother Clinton. Brother Sunday. Brother Gino. To the sisters that are bringing sisters. That's our duty. It's not just to pray for the sick. Heal the sick. Pray for them. But it's to impart eternal life. Did everybody get that? Because I'm going to wind down pretty soon. Because I know Brother Clinton's dying to get into the water. Greater works. She must do the greater works. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Talk to your neighbor. Talk to the clerk. Talk to somebody. Come to church. Do your response. Do your part. Come to church. Imagine a whole bus full. Have the announcement, Sam. All right, everybody. I'm Sam Waldner, son of the living God. You're all invited to Cloverdale Bible Way. <laughs> you might not have a job, but you'll have somebody at church. <laughs> huh? You'll have a star. <laughs> you'll have a star written in heaven with their name on it throughout eternity. Is it worth it? Yes, it is. To impart eternal life. Oh, let's do the greater works. It's worth it. Brother Clinton, you've been worth everything to me. Gino. No, you guys have been worth everything to see what God's doing. Not a church. We're not wanting you to come to church. We're wanting you to come to Jesus. We're wanting you to come to the Word Himself. Amen. That you kind of have the power in the name of Jesus. It's not your power. It's not human, human's power. It's the power of the blood. Listen to what Brother Ram says. But he said, greater than this shall you do. I'm going to give you power. Not only to raise him up for a while, but to give eternal life. Which will be eternal life forever. The poor, the blind, the wretched people. How do you miss that? Don't you see what the greater thing is? The greatest thing that could ever happen is to impart 
Come on, Victor. You stay with me right now. You can shout. You can jump. You can do whatever you want. The greatest thing you could ever do is impart eternal life to another person. Glory. We can raise the dead. They can die again. You can heal the sick. They'll get sick again. Yes, will we do it? Yes, we will. But the greater thing, the greater works. That's why a man like Brother Murphy sits in a room like that, translating message after message. Why? Because it's the greater works to get somebody in China. Hallelujah. Uganda. Zimbabwe. Congo. South Africa. Nigeria. Amen. One of the greatest achievements, I think, beside the hub was getting this message, Brother Timothy, on radio and people hearing it and souls being saved, revivals taking place. It is not a man. It's the Word Himself. It's the deep calling to a deep. There is a man walking down a road wondering, what? where is God somewhere? There's got to be a God somewhere. And he's got his transistor radio on there. And he hears, you must be born again. The same God that spoke to me knows your name and knows where you live. Is that right, Mrs. Jones? You didn't know you had that much faith. He said, who was that? That wasn't me. That was him. And people couldn't even divide between flesh and God. God so used that flesh. So used it. One minute he's saying, hello, is this the patient? Oh, Mrs. Smith. (laughs) They thought, you know, somebody gave him a card with the name on and he memorized it. Really? How about you there in the back that have that liver problem? Yes, you, sir. Right at the end of the, right over there. That's right. That light's right over you. That's it. Rise up. Give God the glory. You're healed. What was it? The same judge. Same Jesus. Same message. Same word. Is going around the world. Giving you the power to do the greater works. Hallelujah. Oh, great is our God. Sing with me. Oh. Oh. No. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, man. Remember the last quote, one of the last quotes I spoke last weekend was, Brother Bram said, I would have obeyed the voice of the angel. He said, the word that we've just read, God sending Moses, God sending Moses, born odd and peculiar birth. Remember, no, nothing was going to stop the prophecy of Abraham to take place. After 400 years, I will deliver my people by a mighty hand. And here's the Egyptians killing babies after baby boy, after baby boy. But then becomes this baby Moses. Juniper had a Moses. And Moses was put in a basket. And they put him in the Nile. Brent Bram said that. And there's the crocodiles all fatted up on Hebrew babies. But when that basket went in that water... He said, there wasn't enough alligator, crocodile, nothing going to take that basket down. 
Because it was prophesied. He said there was a devil on every way, but there was an angel watching over that basket. Amen. The devil tried to get you at every trial. But I want to say to you, there's an angel between you and your trouble. That's the judgment. That's the judgment. Innocent. Accept your pardon. In the name of a pardon. To get your pardon reward, Gabe. Accept it. Accept it. Say, Jesus, be my Savior. Jesus, be my God. Jesus, be my healer. Jesus, save me, Lord. Save me. Let the life of that blood that Brother Thomas preaching this morning, may it come down to me. May he produce the greater works. The greatest thing that could ever happen is to impart eternal life to people. Eternal life. The life that I live. The life that was in Him. I impart that to others. Brother Ken, you didn't know it. Linda, you didn't know it. But by your life and by your words, you were imparting in eternal life. Think about it. Once you got eternal life, Who's going to stop that? Nothing. No. Nothing. He stopped the plan of God. Are you crazy? The devil, where is he coming from? I'm going to get Phil. I'm going to put him on Victoria, Vancouver Island. And I'm going to get him all alone. And he's going to mope in his little room. And he's going to get caught up in his education. But there's going to be a group of men praying in a prayer meeting. They're going to put his name on a board. And say, Phil belongs here. Send the Holy Ghost after Phil. Send the Holy Ghost after... Did it work, Phil? We went through this last week. We might as well rejoice again. huh? A double blessing. I want a double portion. Okay. You got a double portion. So now we pray him from Victoria. He doesn't have a job. Doesn't have a job. Doesn't have a... He works at, at Canadian Tire or something like that over there. Come on, Phil. Really? The guy's an engineer. An engineer? The most educated guy at Canadian Tire, I tell you that. What are you doing there? And Sam says, get over here. And we'll find you a job. Why? It wasn't us. It was God. And within three days, what's God, what's God got? He's got Phil at an engineering firm. Yeah. Hallelujah. Is he the God of the impossible? He can do anything. No nothing. No nothing. I'll ever stop the plan of God. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. No, nothing. No, nothing. So here was Moses. Here he was. Here was the proper child. Here was the one put in the basket. Here the alligators are thrashing in the water. And there's angels chopping their heads off. Huh? Man, where'd all that blood come from? Huh? There's angels watching over the word. And if he can watch over Moses, he's going to watch over Tom. He's going to watch over EBA. He's going to watch over each and every one of us, Jack. Amen. Because Moses had a job to do and we got a job to do. What's our job? I can't do what you do, Jack. I can't work where you work, Jack. But your job, my, my purpose and calling is to impart eternal life. 
I, what I love about this is because, you know, like, we're like kids. I had one brother phone me up and said, man, I was witnessing to this guy. And I was telling him, man, we've had mighty miracles in our church. And God did this and God did this. And he says, well, that did happen in our church too. I go, wow. He says, what do I say? What makes us different than them, brother Tom? I said, really? You're asking Tom Ray this question? What makes us different? Prophet. I'm sorry, folks. Without this prophet, I couldn't even preach what I preached to you this morning. Prophet points to the word. Preachers point to their knowledge. They point to their theological college. They point to Dr. So-and-so and Dr. So-and-so who has no vindication whatsoever. But I happen to have a prophet of God written on a Malachi 4, Luke 17, 30, Revelation 10, 7. And an angel stands with him. For 33 years. Thousands after thousands. Tens of thousands. And then whoever prayed the tape the other night. Said I feel ashamed. I've only brought one million people to Christ. You could have picked me off of that floor right there. He says a prophet feels ashamed. Because he only brought one. He said I should have brought 10 million. greater than this shall you do. Let's do what we've been called to do. Nothing is going to stop us. Nothing, Clinton. Nothing. He what? And we're all got wonderful testimonies. One, one night we should just have them all lined up. If you could do your testimony in five minutes, that'd be phenomenal. We'd just be here all night. That's all. God called me. Brother so-and-so came to my shop. He witnessed to me. And he gave me something I was always looking for. Life. Life. God is watching over his seed. What is it? God said in Colossians 1 and 13. And musicians, please come. Who hath delivered us? Lutron. A light switch. Who could deliver us from this darkness? Power in the blood. Who could loose me from this dark Laodicean world? Oh, let me be like a John Newton. I'm a great sinner, but he's a great savior. Who could loose me? Nothing but the blood of Jesus Christ. What could loose me? Who hath delivered me from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son in whom we have redemption through the blood. Through the blood for the forgiveness of sin. Ephesians, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy And without blame before him in love. Know nothing. We could go from Moses. Know nothing going to stop him from being a deliverer. Even when his people turned him away. There was a burning bush waiting for Moses. You could have turned away and God started to get a hold of your life. That's the burning bush. That's the angel of the Lord calling you. Come. Come. Nobody was going to stop Caleb from getting this mountain. 
Somehow God loves 80-year-olds. He was 40, right, in the, in the wilderness when they first started. He's 80, 80, 85, somewhere around there. When he says, hey, um, Joshua, by the way, that's my mountain. That's my mountain. Now, Caleb, take it easy. I know you're excited. You're 80-some years old. You know, those are giants on those mountains. Give me my mountain. I'll take care of any giant. Because it wasn't me that gave me that mountain. God gave me that mountain. Come on. Get the continent out of your life. Get the mountains off of you. And start speaking the victory of God. And see the power of the blood. And see now you can do this greater works. The greater works is to see a lady and a young man come to know the Lord Jesus in the power of his resurrection. I claim the blood. Is that how it starts? I claim the blood Jesus shed on Calvary. Forgive, forget, let it be forgotten, Lord. For all my sin, you need a Savior. That Jesus is here. God bless you. God bless you. Maybe there's one more that says, I want to dedicate my life to Jesus Christ. Give Him my everything. Give Him my all in all. I claim those precious blood stains. Oh, I claim the blood. 
Heavenly Father, as we will be turning now to water baptism, hands raised. Some put one hand up, another put two hands up. If I was a sinner, Lord, I'd want to put both hands up. Oh, Savior God, save my sin-sick soul, Lord. Let this Jesus that is called Christ, men and brethren, there's no other name under heaven where men can be saved. We could have a healing service and that would be wonderful. We could lay hands on the sick. That will indeed be glorious. Father, you've made us fishers of men this morning throw out the net catch your elect Lord we don't want the wiggle tails we don't want the scorpions we don't want the crabs we want the rainbow trout this morning so Father God I commit every hand that was raised every heart that was lifted up each one that's pondering their path may the great guide and chief bishop and shepherd of their soul May you be the one that would lead them, Lord, into shady green pastures, beside still waters. Lord, that they would also could say like David, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. For thou art with me. You're the angel of the Lord that will stand between me and all trouble. Father, I commit this little service to you, praying, God, that you will reap a harvest this morning. In Jesus' name. I claim the blood Jesus shed on Calvary
I do not know how others make it through who never go to Calvary as I do. That's what all this service was this morning, imparting eternal life. What an incredible thought. So appreciated. Not recognizing the power inside of us that we're actually imparting eternal life. You say, well, that's just a simple word I spoke to somebody at work. No, you could be actually imparting unto them eternal life. That's powerful, Michael. That is powerful. If you walk actually in the recognition of what you're actually holding inside of you, indeed we'll walk like different people. Right, Brother Richard? Amen. Lord, I lift your name. Oh, Lord, I lift your name. Oh, oh. 
praise Him for a moment. Why don't we just praise the Lord for a moment? Why don't we just lift up our voice and say, praise our mighty God. Hallelujah. He's alive. He's real. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. We want to enjoy these times. In the book of Acts, 3,000, Brother Clinton, were saved after Peter started preaching. 3,000, that's a lot of baptisms. But we can take our time today. You can have your seats as we enjoy this presence of the Lord. What God's doing for you, Brother Clinton, family. This is very special. So, on my heart for Brother Clinton, it's Pegues? Yes, that's right. All right. Brother Clinton, of course, has been witnessed to by the precious brethren, Brother Gabe. We're either first to get a hold of this young man. And then from there, we just worked him over. <laughs> Bible studies. Brothers had their precious time and spent time with a, a saint of God, a son of God. And we all have all different various backgrounds. And as I was saying this morning, the greatest gift we can give, Brother Clinton, is eternal life. Amen. The greatest gift. Not a nice feeling. You know, praise the Lord, hallelujah, and then just go our way. But to impart eternal life, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. So the scripture says here in, in John 1, And Philip, Philip findeth Nathanael, and said unto him, We found him. I thought, how appropriate, how appropriate. Philip finds Nathanael and said, We found him. We have found him of whom Moses and the law and the prophets wrote Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathaniel said, could any good thing come out of Nazareth? That was one of my first messages. Could any good thing come out of Cloverdale? Cloverdale was just a, a horse town in the dark ages. So you know what he did? He said... Clinton, I mean Nathaniel, come with me. And so he brought Nathaniel to Jesus. And when Jesus saw Clinton, I mean Nathaniel, <laughs> he said, Behold, an Israelite in whom there is no guile. He said, Rabbi, How do you know me? He said, before Philip called you, I saw you. You know what his reaction was? Rabbi, thou art the son of God. Thou art the king of Israel. Just took one time. (laughs) Took one time when the word started to expose who he was. And God started to open up who you are. Your hard times. I felt really burned for you this week. You started telling me about other times. Those times by the judge, you're acquitted this morning. Never to be remembered again in the mind of God. You forget him. God's forgiven you. And now it's forgotten. Okay? And so now, Jesus identified who he was. And now he wanted to identify himself with Jesus. And that's why the book of Romans, chapter 6... Says this, if we are buried with him in baptism, 
Notice what he says here. Know ye not that so many of us that were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death. But he rose. This is a grave. Old Clinton down there. But he's going to rise. I'm not going to leave you there. No. (laughs) You're going to rise out of that water. Because if we've been identified or planted together in the likeness of his death, Paul writes, he said, we shall also then be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man's crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed. That's why we take his name now. Remember we talked about repent? You've done that. Be baptized in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of sin. And you shall receive the Holy Ghost. God life. Power. Amen. Would you like to say something? Um, good morning. Or afternoon. I'd like to say one victory. I feel like I've won something. I know I've won something, which is eternal life. Um, but I feel that I'm the product of many prayers. Um, I'm the product of raise your child in the direction that he or she should go and they don't stray far from it. And I'm excited and thankful this morning for the Cloverdale Bible Way family. And especially old brother Tom here for giving to me straight. You don't get it right, you're going to hell, you know. But I can appreciate it. I say it as a joke. But it really, those words, and the first person I heard was, was, was Brother Murphy here, and it was Jesus be the center. And those, and those words Amen. just kept piercing me. And they still are, even, even right now. Amen. Jesus be the center. Only thing I think if I get ready to go into his watery grave, yes, Jesus be the center. And if you haven't given your life to Christ or, or you feel like you just ain't ready or you gotta get everything together before you take this plunge, don't think. Just do it. Amen. It's the best thing that you can do. Amen, Brother Clinton. I'm ready to die. <laughs> Amen. Let's pray. Father, this will become more and more real as Clinton walks with you, Jesus. Lord, there has much been deposited within his heart, and all he wants is more. So, Lord, would you pour out the Holy Ghost and fire upon his life? Lord, he wants to walk with you all the way, not part way, all the way. As we heard Lord him testify, he wants Jesus, the very center of his life. I pray, Father God, that you will use Brother Clinton, that you will give him boldness to speak, that the word of God will be revelated to him, that his eyes of understanding would be opened, that God, you'd fill him with the Holy Ghost and fire. Lord, use Brother Clinton for the glory of God, we pray, in the name of Jesus Christ. And Brother Clinton, by your confession that Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. Yes, He is. I baptize you in true Christian baptism in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's just put a check on the board, brothers. Amen. Glory. Amen. Would you be free 
from your burden of sin or is that too high would you be free let's stand burden of sin where there's power in the blood power in the blood he was and wash him white as snow. Amen. QF. They'll be singing, they'll be shouting when the saints come up. Oh, in Jerusalem. Oh, in Jerusalem. Oh, where Oh, if the king shall take his throne in new Jerusalem. Oh, they'll be singing, they'll be shouting Go marching home in Jerusalem, oh, in Jerusalem, oh, in the land of and the king will take his throne in the new, oh, Jerusalem, let's sing one now, they'll be singing, oh, in the saints, oh, in Jerusalem, it's in Jerusalem, oh, we will be. Oh, it's in the new, in the new Jerusalem. 
<laughs> louder singing and louder shouting as the waving palms of Lado's Andes. There'll be probably a lot of tambourines because I gotta be. And they'll be probably a lot louder than that tambourine. They'll be singing, they'll be shouting when they sing. Oh, it's in Jerusalem. Oh, in Jerusalem. Not be, not shall not be moved. Well, I shall not be, I shall not be moved. Just like a tree, oh, planted by the wall. Oh, and I shall not be moved. Oh, Jesus said, now Jesus is my Savior. I shall not be moved in and favor. I shall not be moved. Just like a tree. Come and just praise the Lord and give him thanks. Well, I shall not be, I shall not be moved. I shall not be, I shall not be moved. Just like a tree, it's planted by the water. Oh, and I shall not be moved. What an atmosphere. This is what we live for. So what we come to church for us is what we live for the week and part eternal life. And believe that Tom's done that for us in a greater way this morning. Let's pray. Lord, your word is that ever powerful word, Father. Lord, it comes in such a way, Lord, to deal with our hearts and speak to our souls, Father. That, Lord, when we come into your presence and we leave, Father. Lord, we can say like those on the road to amazing and say, didn't our hearts burn with us, Lord. 
as you talk to us along the way, Father. I can imagine how their hearts are so joyed, Father God, when you vanish from their sight, oh God, and they just looked at one another and said, that was him. That was the Messiah. That was the one that spoke to us. That was the one that died and rose again. That was the one that came as Sister Sharon sang, singing, he's here. Father God, we can say that you were here, Father, this morning. Anointing your servant, Brother Tom, to minister your word, Father. You're, you were here, Father. Lord, through the song service, through the ministration of your word, through the baptism, Lord, through the after service, Lord, you are here, Father. You are present, Father. You are amongst your people, Lord. Vindicating your bride, Lord Jesus. This, Lord, we thank you, Father. Heavenly Father, as we step out towards this week, oh God, we just want to ask, Lord, that this presence will go with us, Lord, as we go. Father, although storms come, I shall not be moved. Though all hell is sail, I shall not be moved. Though the devil throws his darts, I shall not be moved. Though sickness comes, I shall not be moved. Though COVID comes, I shall not be moved. Because, Lord, we're standing upon the rock of ages. We're standing upon the solid rock that cannot be moved, that cannot be shaken. Father, you said in your word, you have he quickened who are dead in trespasses and sins. Father, we were once dead, but now we're alive, Father. As Brother Tom ministered, we were in drugs and smoking and partying and all the things of the world. But Father, we've been raised to newness of life. And as Clinton has been baptized and raised again, he's been raised to newness of life. Lord, I pray you'd fill him with the Holy Ghost and fire. Give him power in speech. Give him power in prayer. Give him power in discussion, Lord. At his job, at his home. Lord, may that home be filled with such power. Filled with such unction of the Holy Spirit, O God. May his children sense the presence of God, Father. Lord, if there's any amongst us, Lord, that have not surrendered their lives to Jesus Christ, I pray that the word that went forth this morning, Lord, that the presence that's here right now, would strike and smite their hearts, Father. May they come to a total surrender, Father. For Lord, as I shared a quote with a friend this week, O oh God, that surrender is not when life ends, but it's when it begins. Father, surrender is not when it ends, Father, but it's when it begins. Lord, when we surrender our lives to Jesus Christ, Lord, to the world, it's like, oh, your life is over, all the fun is over, but Lord, that's when it begins. That's when the fire begins. That's when the Holy Spirit takes over, Father. And renew and change and peace and joy and love comes in. We're never the same again, Father. Old desires are gone. The man I used to be, I am no more. Because it's Jesus Christ that lives once again. Father, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for what you're doing in our church, oh God. We thank you for the moving of the Holy Spirit, Father. Lord, in the valley, on the mountain, Father. Lord, we thank you for your presence, oh God. Thankful for each one, oh God. Lord, each person that is present, Lord Jesus. We ask, Lord, that you remember those that aren't present amongst us. Those that are sick, Father. Stricken down. Lord, may the same atmosphere that is here right now be in each and every home, Father. May the healing angel, Father, even now go forth and begin to place the softest hands upon those that are sick and weak in body and restore them back to full health again, Father. May the words on their lips be by his stripes, I am healed. And Father, may their body come under subjection to their confession, I pray. In the name of Jesus Christ, Father. Lord God, remember your people, Lord. Remember the churches that are shut down due to COVID. I pray, oh God, that you restore the people back, that they can come and worship again, Father Lord. Lord, we thank you for your presence, oh God. 
Commit the remainder of this day into your hands now. Bless each person in Jesus Christ's name. Thank you, Brother Victor. What a day. What a day. Lots of songs pouring my head. He's here. Elijah's God is with us today. Amen. My, we could sing all day. You're like, no, I'm hungry, Brother Michael. <laughs> Amen. Have a fantastic day. I know you're, you're already queuing me up. <laughs> uh, you have a wonderful day today. Leave from this sanctuary. Take the presence with you. Amen. Wherever you go and impart eternal life. Amen. We can sing it as we go. He's here. Elijah's God is with us today. Oh, he's here to will and do whatever he says. Oh, behold the bride in full array. Oh, he's here. Elijah's God is here. Oh, he's here. Elijah's God is with us today. Oh, he's here. To will and do whatever he says. Behold the bride, the bride in full array. Oh, he's here. Amen. You're in Smith. Have a wonderful day. Oh, well, he's here. Shake each other's hands. Say, God bless you. Have a fantastic week. He's here.